This is CliffCentral.com. 360biz on CliffCentral.com. It is 360biz.com. My name is Debo Mafodi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360biz. It is definitely a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. You know, definitely whenever you hear me or Bulelani on the line, you know that this is a show that brings you all things business. We're bringing legislators, we're bringing regulators, we're bringing decision makers uh, to actually speak about issues that really affect entrepreneurship and the landscape of business in South Africa. I'm not alone in studio. I'm with my boy Bulelani. How are you, Fana? I'm fine. I'm doing good. Eh? I'm having a I'm having a super great week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty relaxed at the office, so we're doing amazing, amazing work. Actually, there's a couple of exciting. You're on the pro- roll. You're making money, dude. Nah, yeah. Well, of course. But <laughs> you know, I was taught to be humble about it. But <laughs> there, there, there's a couple of nice projects we're now working on, okay. and, and I'm, I'm very excited about that. And plus, I mean, the stuff that we're going to be working on for Yukurlian that you don't know about, but we're going to be working with them. Oh, is I'm it? very excited about that. Oh, okay. Very, very excited. Did, did, did I attend the, Le- the LeaderX conference? No, 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 no. I, did, I, I didn't because I am LeaderX, so I decided not to screw them. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, I couldn't. I was working. You know, running a production uh, company is a bit of a drag. Excuse us. Yeah, but uh, did that you are, go? That I, I was supposed to go. Um, yeah, I was supposed to go. Dude, you don't want to know what happened. To me, but anyway, I don't want to get into entrepreneurship. Yeah, stepped in the way. I stood, (laughs) (laughs) it always does. Yeah, no, it always has a way of getting to me. But, um, I see before we actually start on the show, there's a gentleman you want us to to quickly have a discussion. Yeah, man, you know, we've got an amazing gentleman who's who's a young professional. Um, I think this gentleman is uh, is completed uh, or rather, he's completing his MBA. He's done relatively very well for himself. I mean, at the age of 24, he's done very, very well for himself. Yamkela, 23, not 24. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, just tell us a bit about yourself, brother, man. Um, well, Yamkela is an entrepreneur. Um, initially, um, I was the founder of, um, I'm the founder of Kiev Projects and Consulting, which ends a few stakes in a few businesses. Uh, I was also the one that founded, uh, one of the guys that founded the Malvo Grill Lounge. Uh, I'm part of the guys that have founded the Ibiza Sky Lounge in Pretoria that was launched uh, last week in Pretoria East. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm, an, I'm involved in quite a few things. Uh, there's restaurants, hospitality. There's a bit of marketing, and I've got a few other communes that are part of the business things that I'm involved in. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you mean communes? Uh, accommodation where people stay. Uh, I've got a commune where people come and they rent and they stay and they pay rent. Oh, is it? So you are a landlord? I'm a landlord, yes. Oh, nice. How old are you, dude? You're 24. 23. Oh, 23. Okay. But I'm curious, how did you get to, 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 uh, to be now starting to doing, doing communes and things like that? Um, well, I started off in business, I think I was 17 years old. Um, I was in the city of Peter Marisburg and, um, I started off a business that was a company that was called GMF, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially when I started off, uh, my business, it was purely just for a 
social responsibility thing. So okay. I used to do concerts, and then in those concerts, uh, t- the ticket sales from those concerts, I'll go and give them to orphanages. And then after that, people started noting and being like, "Hey, there's this guy, you know, his concerts are so well organized. His artists always pitch up." And then they'll say that, "Can you please be our events coordinator?" Events mm-hmm. coordinator, and then. Uh, it went on and then I was like, okay, let me make this into a business. Um, I, I took on and I went into events as a business. When from there I started hiring out sound stage and doing events, uh, events for corporate companies and so on. Mm-hmm. And as that grew, you know, the scope of the business went on, you know, uh, we went on to, we had Marvel, Kawash and Chisanyama, okay. uh, had that running for a while and then went on to Marvel. Grill Lounge, and now we at Ibiza Sky Lounge uh, in Pretoria East. Oh no, no, a good establishment. No man, that that I mean, but but here's the thing. I mean, being so young, I know. I mean, when I was your age in entrepreneurship, I mean, it was particularly hard. Did you get any funding to get into what you're getting in? I mean, give us a little bit of background in terms of your family background, and you know. Okay. Uh, my family background, I think like most, uh, like most South African young men, you know, I grew up, um, I grew up, um, with my biological father being absent, you know, um, and then I, I, I was raised by a mother that was very strong, you know, my mother was very strong at a later stage. She got married and my stepfather was there, but I, I grew up mostly in, like most South Africans, you know, in, in, in a, in a, in an upbringing where you had to think and you had to consider other people around you, you know, it, it I, I wouldn't call, uh, myself a trust fund boy because we didn't have, it didn't exist. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, just engage us a little bit about digital forward. What's, what's digital forward? Okay, no, I'm no longer involved in it anymore. Digital forward, okay? Yeah, I'm no longer involved. So the script in that I got is a little bit inept. What are you yeah. involved in now? I'm involved in what is Ibiza's, your key focus? Ibiza Sky Lounge uh, yeah. is our key focus at the moment. We had the grand opening last week. We had Tira, we had Noma Kumalo Idols, we had Sipogazi, um, we had um, we had quite a few guys, you know, we launched it. Uh, it was our first opening day last week on Friday, and I think we hosted more than 700 people in the venue. Um, so it's it's an establishment that I'm focused on. We're having another establishment that will be opening soon in Marvel, and we're pretty excited about that. We're counting weeks, and it will be opening. Um, and besides that, the property business, and we are launching also Yamkela as a business speaker. Oh, nice, man. And then, I mean, tell us about your passion for, I mean, education, you know, entrepreneurial education and, I mean, educating young South Africans. Um, I always say this. I, I strongly believe that um, in the 21st century, uh, knowledge is the currency of influence. If you want to influence something or you want to influence someone, you need to know or have something that someone does not have. Um, so in the 21st century, if you want to be effective and you want to be a person that sets a mark, you need to 
make sure that you actually enhance your knowledge and what you have inside. And that's where it all goes. You know, uh, I believe that some other entrepreneurs prolong their journey of suffering in entrepreneurship by being ignorant of knowledge and the things that they should know. You know, you know that someone ends up going through unnecessary, uh, unnecessary step backs in entrepreneurship because they didn't want to kind of take the time to study the importance of the balance sheet, to study the importance of having a marketing department, study the importance of having uh, at, at an admin department and those type of things. Yeah, so it's it's very critical. And I mean, you know what? I mean, I think for me personally, where I run across a lot of people my age, you know, and a lot of people much younger, and all of them keep asking me the same thing, you know, when is it the right time to start? When is it the right time to start amongst the many other questions? I mean, when is the right time for, for someone to start? I always say that uh, if if you wait for the right time to start, you probably will never start. Uh, the The right time to start is to start now, you know, um, and to start with what you have, to use what you have to get what you've been promised or what you believe you should be getting. And the uh, the principle is that is there was a time for me when business wasn't doing well. Um, I was around 18 and I had just lost out on a big business thing and I had to restart everything. And I remember my first thought, I registered into CIPC and I started off doing, I started doing company registrations for people and then I'll charge people my markup on that. I'd start small, but I had the big uh, thing in mind. So the best time to start is now. You know, you, I don't think you, you'll ever achieve anything by waiting for funding, waiting for someone to open the doors for you. She motivated. Family. Yeah. Family keeps me motivated. Uh, the vision that I have, uh, for my family at large. Um, and the, the fact that it's vision for my family, I then understand that, uh, if I master the vision I have for my family, then I'll be able to create a legacy. And if I create a legacy, then I'll be able to influence even more people. So, I mean, as we wrap the interview up, just tell me a little bit. I mean, where do you see yourself in the next five years? I mean, what, what does, what does Yamgela, the entrepreneur, look like? What, what has he attained or built up? Um, I'm looking at in, in, uh, five years from now, you know, uh, we've ventured into a lot of things, hospitality and so on, but it's, uh, it's to have established, um, a business that at least employs a minimum of 300 people. Um, that's, that's in uh, 10 years time looking at reality and so on. And that would be my vision. But to have seen places like Ibiza Sky Lounge, you know, dominating the areas that they are in, you know, um, we in Pretoria East. And I always are uh, saying it earlier on that my vision with it is that in the next few years, uh, when people are in Pretoria East, the first thing they should think about is uh, Ibiza Sky Lounge Even in Marvel The first thing that people should speak uh, Think about is the restaurant That I have in Marvel And that's that's where uh, I see Having established businesses That are dominating Yeah man I think we should um, Take an opportunity and go to Ibiza Sky Lounge yeah, Why not? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's worth it, going to proudly South African products, proudly South African brands that are youth owned. Yeah. Definitely I mean, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, speaking of, of, of proudly South African brands, mm-hmm. um, I mean, uh, we, we, we're sitting here in studio, um, I mean, as well, I think with, with an amazing, 
gentleman Mzugile, um, you know, who's as well, I know as equally passionate uh, about South African, um, you know, stories. Uh, maybe Mzugile and Mifo, we actually get to that. Do you want to take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners? Tell us who you are and what is that you do? Sure, hi. Um, just a correction, my name is Mzuzukile. Mzuzukile. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mzuzukile. Um, Mzuzukile. Oh, so I actually cut the zoo. You cut, yeah, 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 economically. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, full name is Zuzukile, uh, mm-hmm. surname is Sony. Um, uh, by way of background, I'm a uh, qualified attorney, that's not what I'm doing currently. Okay, um, so I, uh, I'm a boy from Soweto, grew up in Soweto, Johannesburg, mm-hmm. um, and um, through life experiences, you know, with different uh, people, different um, entities. You, uh, life evolved and it led to what I started, uh, which is Brown Sense, and why I'm here today. Okay, and yeah. what is what is Brown Sense? Uh, Brown Sense is a platform um, that is created to open up access to markets for black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, it's a connector where you you um, find people that want to buy from black-owned businesses, um, and a platform also for black-owned businesses that want to find customers. Um, but also more than that, uh, and the, the main reason why I started, it's essentially a, a space where, let me call it a safe space, mm-hmm. um, where our mindsets can be challenged through <laughs> behavior or changed behavior and uh, just questioning a lot of the narratives that we, we've been living and, and that we've been seeing in this country. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Abu we're talking about the big lie of small business. Uh, I mean, today small businesses are privately owned companies uh, or corporations, partnership, or even pro, um, sole proprietors um, that have fewer employees than annual and uh, in annual revenue um, that is smaller than a regular sized business. Um, I know that uh, my brother here earlier. Um, he was talking about as well some of the businesses that he's been involved in. Uh, I mean, but I know that businesses. I mean, are defined as small in terms of being able to apply for government support and quality. Uh, for preference, uh, provincial tax policy varies from, I mean, country to country. So I don't know, in terms of now, um, Mzu, um, in, t- in regards to you starting Blount Sense, um, oh. I mean, is it a small business? Is it an organization? Sure. Is it a forum? What is it? Brown Sense is very difficult to, to pin down. Um, but if I can give you a technical answer, it is registered as a PTY LTD. So okay. there is an so enterprising aspect to it. Or is it? Uh, but also there is a foundation that is registered, um, called Brown Sense Fo- uh, Foundation, which is okay. a non-profit company. Mm-hmm. Um, reason being, like I said, uh, the biggest thing is to challenge a whole lot of narratives, to challenge how we think or how, or what informs, uh, our thinking and our action. Um, so case in point, um, you'll find, and I'm sure a lot of us have seen this, this narrative on, uh, in the social media space where someone goes to a black owned business, they get disappointed for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. They go and rent and they say, yeah, that's why I don't, I don't support black owned businesses because there's a sense of I'm anticipating or expecting to be disappointed. Okay. Um, there is also a sense of I'm not going to trust the serious business with a black owned business. So I'll give you an example again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find our own government leaders, um, that when they're in serious trouble with the law, uh, look at the, 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 the lawyers and the advocates that they appoint to represent them. I remember there right? was a big, there was yeah. a big case around her, um, the government appoints or they prefer white owned yeah, um, yeah, yeah. law firms. Um, to, yeah. who, who does, um, you know, who do they use in terms of advertising agencies? Who do they go to? Um, you know, I think that those are the things that we, we need to challenge, but it starts with one, uh, looking at oneself because 
I I come from a space where um, I I worry more about what I can control. Like I can control myself, my actions, my thoughts, um, and whatever else that's within my space. Mm-hmm. And I but I also feel that by acting and behaving a certain way, yeah. in in a way that people will also see and observe, mm-hmm. um, inadvertently it challenges them to get the thought process without. Feeling like it's being imposed on them to say, mm. "Hey, when I must wake up and do this or think like that or whatever," but to get that self conversation or that um, you know monologue go- going with each and every one of ourselves, and then I think um, gradually it leads to a, a ripple effect um, that we will see uh, through. You know, for instance, now we we question why do we take our children to the schools that they go to. Why don't we have our own schools? Mm. Why don't we have, um, you know, our own banks? Why don't we have our own retail spaces? Mm. We, we've got the numbers. Mm. Um, so those, getting to a point where those questions are being asked, even though we might not get to a point where we have the answer, so we are executing on the solution. Um, I believe it starts on the thinking, um, which will lead to a much greater, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, freedom Day or whatever. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. so, Bulleran, tell me. I mean, Mzui um, is raising some, some, some very valid uh, points in terms of supporting each other um, as a small business and particularly as black business. Um, what are the, some of the challenges that you've experienced? Um, I think, I think for me, well, one of the things I'm very appreciative about is that I mean, I believe in the same thing, you know. That it's very important to number one, first and foremost, change the mentality and the mindset around black business because, um, I was attending an event last, just last week, uh, at the union buildings when one lady said, we all know that black people don't deliver. So we as a black and she's black. And I mean, I was so upset and I went to this lady immediately after and I said, no, in fact, man, black people do deliver. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because one of the biggest challenges that is faced, um, by our country at the current moment is that Vodok is not delivering it's a fact um, telecom is not delivering it's a fact because I mean you'll find over 10 or 20,000 clients complaining about these same large corporates so why crucify the one or two guys that are have got two three errors as a problem you understand I've always been of the notion or, or I've always been of the notion or rather the, 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 the stance that says give people enough chance to develop themselves and grow because the Marais Roberts of today were given an opportunity to fail. They failed a couple of times. Mm-hmm. They failed in someone else's pocket and someone else's money. They then grew to whoever they are today and they've set the criteria so high that at the Wohat can just come in on that same level because then now they're assessing you on quality and criteria but yeah. they were never assessed on that. So mm. I know it's not what you asked me but I mean my passion <laughs> just jumped out yeah. as per uh, Umzo, what Umzo just said right now. Mm. But I mean, I think some of the challenges that come up there is, I mean, obviously, you know, commitment to service delivery. I mean, you'd want a professional service at the end of the day. And at the very same time, you'd want to be as a, as a, I mean, I'm a township entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'd want to be taken serious by my, 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 whether, whether it's a white corporate, an Indian, black, whatever. I'd want to be taken serious and I'd want to be also be given the fair share of opportunities because what has happened for me in the past is that we've got machinery, we manufacture and it's been astounding how they still give a competitor who's much more expensive than us the same work that we have quoted way less. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that become, uh, become be raised eyebrows. And that is why I still go back to the narrative that blacks can't deliver needs to change mm. so that people can entertain the prospects of us delivering high quality mm. products as opposed to our counterparts. Mm. My brother, what are some of the challenges that you've experienced? 
Um, I think I'd um I'd be speaking on the same thing. I believe that which same thing. Um, what he's saying no, about I want your, ex. I want your thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always say that one of the other challenges we have amongst us black people is that um, we also, without uh, as a majority of blacks, we don't even believe our capability. And therefore, we then go into the world and then the world also doesn't believe our capability because our minds as blacks, we've allowed them for too long to dwell in the mindset that there is actually someone that can do better than us. You find it... um, I always find it uh, when I have someone in and I'm coming, someone is coming through to my restaurant and I had these two chefs that came in and one was a white chef and one was a black chef. Uh, when the black chef came to me and he was presenting himself, I could see that he didn't believe he can do it. And when I, when I saw the white chef, he had this firm belief that I can do it. And I think that's what has destroyed us as black people. And also the culture, there's a culture amongst Muslims and Jews that makes them so powerful that Muslims and Jews that no matter what happens, if a Jew comes into a certain space and time or goes into a certain industry, let's say the cell phone industry, and I go to an Indian shop and the Indian does not have um, a charger, the Indian will say, go to my brother down the road. My brother down the road has that charger. But us as black people, we have this culture that says that I want to be the only one that's successful. I want to be the only one that's powerful. And therefore, we cannot even push each other and promote each other. And I think that's the division in the mindset is what also causes the division in those that want to embrace us. Mm. So my Mzu, tell me, I mean, when, when, cause for you, I've realized I'm, um, I've gone through you, um, some of the social, okay, I'm a, I follow Brown Sands. Sure. So now, um, following Brown Sands, I mean, what my brother is saying here, mm. I've realized that you've got a couple of people that are bashing Brown Sands. Sure. So for me, what I, my question that I want to ask, cause my job here is to be neutral. When does it become about business and not about color? Because right now, um, yeah. we, 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 we in a country where obviously the issues of race, they, they're mm. part of the biggest obvious discussions that we have. Sure. But now obviously they have, they overlap a lot. Um, as far as business is concerned So why doesn't it become about business Instead of about color So um, we, we live in a country and a world uh, Where we were deliberately excluded On the basis of color Okay uh, Not only deliberately but also systematically So the, the, there were Deliberate measures that were put Or taken to Make sure that either we don't get in Or it's difficult for us to get in Okay um, so that's the first premise that we need to move on. I think also if we go back into our country where, um, um, you know, Jan van Riebeck arrived in 1652, according to our history books, that's when the South African history begins, uh, which is not the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the package that arrived was a white, a man, a Christian, a capitalist, and I can count in numerous other, you know, assets mm. or facets mm. that were embraced by this one packaged human being. So what that did was that anyone that's not any of those was immediately excluded or othered as our, um, uh, you know, uh, woke uh, brothers and sisters would put it. But so essentially, if you're not any of those, then it's, you're already in the outside and now you have to 
um, you know, get the crumbs or whatever that is given to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that we also need to be as deliberate, if not more, on the basis of race, because we cannot divorce ourselves from race. I'm, I, I'm not a, uh, a disciple or a believer of see me first as a, a, a professional before you see me as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Having said that, um, that's not what I'm going to sell as a business. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. No, 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 it right. does. So but now, but at, at the same time, for me, it's, it's confi- Okay, I understand the issue of we need to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So now, in being intentional, does that mean now we cannot procure from any other businesses that are other than a black owned? Okay, so we, we, we need to be realistic also while being intentional. Okay. Uh, so I'll give you an example. Um, I, I had a con- email conversation. So we've got a market that runs once a month, uh, called Brown Sense Market and, one of the traders um sells beverages, your juice, mm-hmm. soft drinks. Okay. Um and he had a complaint that there's other food vendors that sell your Coke and Sprite and Fanta oranges and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And his complaint was but I thought the Brownsense vision is we are building a black economy. Why do you allow people to sell this these uh these products? Mm-hmm. My my response to him was a question, um, which was who is your supply chain? Right, you you are selling this product called whatever that you call it. Okay. Um, who does your packaging? Who does the labeling? Who does your bottling? Mm-hmm. Right. And if you have any of those that are black owned, please give us a list. Share share the list with us, and then we will share it with the rest that are in the same space. What I'm saying by this is, we we are not in every space, and what needs to happen is that where we are not, and this is I think the most. Um, one of the most difficult thing about this, how do we get? I think government talks about this um, industrialization program. Mm. Uh, how do we get into the, those spaces where we are not just baking cakes, we we are not just doing um, party events? And I'm not knocking those businesses. Um, you know how how do we get into the spaces where where we've been excluded? The finance sec- sector being one of them, right? Um, people say. We uh, X number of people in this group. Let's start a bank. Who in this group knows what are the banking regulations? What are the requirements to to get a banking license? Um, what are the IT systems that are required to run a bank? What do you need to subscribe to before you can even think of running a bank? Because it's easy to say, put one thousand rents together, eighty three thousand, multiply that, whatever total you get. Damn, we've got a lot of money. So the tr- the reality is, um, we we. Even myself, self-auditing my, 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 my own life, mm-hmm. it's not possible right now to not procure from other races because that's, that's the reality we live in. Um, do we have the energy, the, the, the strength, the desire to get to a space where we occupy those spaces? And I think that's the question that not only Mrs. Wigley needs to answer, but all of, all of us um, in the space. Okay. Bulelani, do you want to answer that? Not necessarily. I just, <laughs> just had a question. I just had a question totally averted from... Come to the mic. <laughs> I, I just, sorry, something was in my eye. I just had a question totally averted from whatever you were asking. And I just wanted to get a sense. I mean, what sort of entrepreneurs do you think you're attracting? You know, at Brown Sense. I mean, I think primarily because your engagement would be at the market. Sure. Is it guys who are producers or guys who are just reselling stuff that is out there on the market? Okay. What is your feel ideal in terms of the economy at this moment, according to what you? Okay, so there's a different mix in terms of uh, who comes out to the market. Yes, sir. Um, compared to who markets their business on the platform currently running from from Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, so at the market, you'll find your typical vendor that trades. 
you know, uh, at any market that you might have been to. So you find your uh, hair care, you know, uh, someone that manufactures it themselves. Uh, be it they make it in a in a in a uh, garage where they stay, um, or they outsource the production thereof. Um, someone that's in the accessory space. Um, then you get uh, we've got a guy that does craft beer. He makes it himself, but because of infrastructure, because of uh, money challenges, he also has to rent space um, from a brewing company where he needs uh, or has to brew the uh, the craft beer. Yes, um, and then you get your food guys, your drinks guys and so forth so it's not really um you know hardcore uh, I, I can't think of an example right now but something that you will find in terms of a higher uh, a value someone that's um targeting a higher lsm basically yes um but in the group that is what you will see in terms of what people do so you you'll find from construction you'll find from it um there's people in the networking space um there's people who uh um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking yeah, of like yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can, yeah, yeah I so it's, it's like, but, but there's also yeah. service based, um, because I think we, we tend to focus more on, on, um, you know, products or goods. So there's also your service based in terms of, um, tax consultants or someone that does a landline to cell phone, um, app or configuration. So then tell me, I mean, in, reg- in regards to, to what you've just said. Um, how do you choose the businesses that that advertise on brown sense? Because right now I'm in mean, S black business, mainly mm. with the phenomena or something that is popular there is that you guys over promise and under deliver. Sure. So I mean, how do you set out to say this is a service provider that will deliver and not deliver? Okay, so so this to answer your question on on Facebook, uh, mm. how it currently operates is uh, anyone and everyone as long as they're not selling network marketing products. So network ma- marketing <laughs> is your Forex, we don't allow For reasons that I've asked some questions Around that space in terms of, in terms of the regulatory uh, Framework I haven't get, received an answer that gives me Peace of, of mind to say okay Let's open the space for that mm-hmm. uh, The same goes for Bitcoin in terms of I'm having some questions around that space uh, Because prime, ultimately If someone finds a business On the platform and they take it offline And something goes wrong it's they it will say I found it on yeah, the process platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens is that you join the group uh, or you are added to the group mm-hmm. um, by a mutual friend, um, and then you get approved to become part of the group. And then similarly, when you post, so you can say um, you were talking about your lounge. Uh, hi guys, we are. Yeah. We've opened the Ibiza Lounge in Pretoria. This is where you can find us. We've launched uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. So that post does not get automatically live. It gets vetted into, uh, into to make sure that it complies with the criteria first of all. Um, but the posting and what you see on Facebook um, is not as thorough as what we are building on a platform that would be a Brownsense platform. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what what is that platform going to look like? Um, what it's going to have, it's firstly businesses that are vetted to make sure that from a CIPC perspective, are you the director and not a salesperson at a white-owned uh, business, for instance? Okay. Um, is your bank account, uh, the business bank account, as mm-hmm. you state, um, does your business name come up in any fraudulent uh, hits uh, basically, from an integrity perspective, and then yeah, and a whole lot of other because there's a lot of fraud that's for there. sure, mm. um, and a whole lot of other 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 hits or fields that we will include. And then once it all checks, 
um, each business will get what is called the Brownson seal. Uh, so that seal, firstly, no one will be able to right click, copy, and paste just to make themselves appear as if they've been Brownson approved. Okay. So the Brownson seal will say to the market, this business has been vetted. These mm-hmm. guys, um, you know, or including your BE certificate, mm-hmm. and if, if you're in the construction space, okay. your CIDB or whatever other def- documents that one is re- mm-hmm. required to have in that space. Um, and that, what that does then to the, to the seller, I mean to the buyer, mm-hmm. is that, okay, now I'm not dealing with someone that woke up and thought, oh, wow, here's an opportunity. Let me take a chance. Okay, I'll get into the space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but now, I mean, you have realized that, that you, you, you've been bashed to say, as a country, we're trying to move from the time, um, you know, of, of, um, you know, of apartheid to yeah. now, obviously, um, co- uh, inclusion and everything else. Sure. Um, why create a platform that is solely for, for, for black business? We are still living in apartheid. Okay, elaborate. Um, nothing has changed except in name. Uh, government has changed faces from a white government to a black government. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still being excluded financially. I mean, uh, corporate salaries, uh, the, the disparities on racial lines, shocking. Um, I mean, we have a case in point now. Mm-hmm. What's his name? The chairman of, the former chairman of, um, Dimension Data. Okay. And I think it's Andilin Laba. Yeah. Where he's taking them to task. Chairman, I'm not talking about the tea lady, receptionist, whatever. This guy was the chairman, mm-hmm. right? Where he was excluded while his white counterparts were receiving certain incentives and bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, the same happens in business. So here's the thing. Um, today, no one will say, I'm excluding you because you, you are black. They won't invoke the Group Areas Act or any apartheid legislation. But what they will do is they will put certain criteria and regulations and hurdles that we'll automatically exclude a certain sector or group, mm. race group, mm. without saying no blacks allowed. Mm. My brother, you nodding. Mm. Why, why are you nodding? No, I, I, I 100% agree with what he's saying. You know, um, even me in the business space, um, recently when I opened uh, an establishment last year in Marvel, uh we had a serious, serious problem with the area was dominated by white business owners. And it being dominated by white business owners, the regulations on us were so tight that it made it impossible for us to open for quite a while because they didn't put it as the it's because you guys are black. But they made sure that the regulations are so hard that for a typical black person, you find it hard to operate. And I, in even other spaces where I operate in business, uh, you find that you go into, uh, you go into a business, you're all allowed to bid for something, but you guys automatically know that's going to be handed to an, uh, to a white owned company. So we still, as I believe that as South Africans, we have been given the, we have been given the the say that we are free but what has happened is on the on the reality on the finance basis mm-hmm. where we actually really need freedom the wealth is not yet with us as black people that's why i appreciate platforms like our brother here because the wealth is still not with us but guys we've got beb isn't it supposed to benefit us <laughs> <laughs> hmm? you know what um, so you're laughing my man. <laughs> but we have be guys huh? Uh, I mean, I think, I think we've seen since the inception of PE, um, who it's benefited the most. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and, and with things like those, they, they, it ends up becoming a checklist thing, right? So for, or, or, or let's talk about, for instance, who these big corporates, um, uh, uh, obliged by law. Now, you know, it's not it's, because it's they a, it's want a to, exercise. right? Mm. You, you must procure or spend X percentage mm. of your revenue, mm. um, you know, from, uh, from black owned businesses. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, but I think, th- I think, um, it's a, I'm, I'm excited that next week we, we're bringing Gigi Atlock. Um, he's a white boy, white man that understands black market and, and, and the thinking behind it. But now it raises another issue to say, I mean, how is it possible that we, um, as black, we've got these brands and everything else that come to dictate to, to black people, that come to dictate to black business, understand the market that you operate in, where else you very same people don't understand the potential of your own market and don't even leverage out of that? Yeah, that's a loaded question, eh? Um, you know, I, the, the sad thing is, uh, and I think this, there's a thought that crossed my mind earlier, um, in terms of the whole buying black, black people would disappoint you just to slightly take a short left. Um, we, we also have to be true and realistic and look at the man in the mirror in terms of where the shortcomings are also on our side. So, so for instance, um, if one is going to start a business or even if you're not in business, right, and mm-hmm. you're not going to be, at the very bare minimum, be good in being standard. So being good in, 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 in by being good in, 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 in being standard, what that means is, um, if I said to you, I'll be there at eight o'clock, I'm mm-hmm. there at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just to surprise you, I'll be there at five, five to eight, right? Um, if I said I will deliver these goods in this condition by this date, that's what I'm going to do. So basically, I'm not mm-hmm. being excellent. So, so, so hence, you know, the whole black excellence thing, uh, or what excellence is to begin with. Mm. If I'm just being standard and I met the standard to begin with. So now where I'm going with this is there's a lot of things that we have in our communities and our cultures as, as, as black people that have been, um, for lack of a better word, appropriated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our food that's been commercialized that we, we don't enjoy the benefit mm-hmm. or no black person is enjoying any benefit from that or any inventions, your macarapas, uh, vuvuzela, chakalak mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, and now amongst us as a race, the question is why, why do those things? Happen? I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you, you're, you're raising a valid point. You, mm-hmm. you spoke of delivery and time. Yeah. And right now you spoke of, um, you know, um, um, inclusion. I mean, I'm sitting with a question here to say, I mean, what role are you playing? I mean, um, in introduction of SMEs in your mm-hmm. database, because I mean, most people complain what what they post uh, when uh, on brown sense, um, they don't get a response. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things that that we're getting now onto. Mm-hmm. And another thing, I mean, what um, what benefit? Okay, what do you have in place mm-hmm. uh, in terms of response time? Where I mean, um, we live. I mean, in a fast um, time and paced, um, obviously. Um, Country yeah. where everything needs to be moving so fast, yeah. but right now, obviously, um, there's no quick response as far as mm-hmm. I mean, brown sense, mm-hmm. um, you know, is is concerned, and obviously, people become impatient, sure, um, in terms of interacting with their service providers. So, so, so in terms of what we have currently uh, in the space that we, we operate in, um, because it's on Facebook, um, it's not as easy to have SLAs in place where every business gets. 
bound or signs up to SLAs. But on the platform that I spoke to, that's one of the offerings. Okay. Where there's an SLA and there's repercussions for not meeting those uh, those service levels. Um, but within the platform on Facebook, we we've got a system or a mechanism whereby if someone is not happy uh, about a service that they've received from any of the businesses they found from the platform, because I've I've come across a few where people complain about a black-owned business they found elsewhere except on, on Brownsense. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a there's a, de- a dedicated email address, uh, feedback at brownsense.co.za, okay. um, where people can send, um, you know, I bought or I ordered whatever from so-and-so, they delivered late, they were not picking up their, their, their phone mm. or responding to my messages and so forth. Mm. Now, what what we can do and what has happened to some of the businesses is, um, there's there's been people who've been removed from the group as a result of that, like failing to. Yeah. But 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 yeah. you see, but you see now removing people, it's yeah. not helping people. I mean, I've got another question here. I would say, what are the other benefits of joining Brownsense sure. uh, besides access to market? SMEs not only require access to market; they need yeah. handholding. You know, sure, they sure. need business support. You, so, how are you supporting those businesses okay, so other than just removing them? Because removing them, it's not dealing with the problem; it's just uh, removing that part. No, remo- removing them is the last. It's never the first step. It's having gone through a process okay. uh, because ultimately also you, you do need to protect the people in the platform. You do need to protect the brand mm-hmm. uh, because not removing them means this person will still post and get some other person that doesn't. So, for example, there's been people whose money has been they pay up front mm-hmm. um, and then suddenly phones are off, um, offices are too late and so forth. Then what do you do with that person? Okay. Do you understand? So you need to put, to put that mechanism in place. So where do, do you have a support element? Someone, as sense. sure. The, uh, that's the point that I'm getting oh, into. Okay. Because of the activities and the, the comments that you see in the group and the engagement, mm-hmm. what that means is that there's a, there's, there's a, um, there's a wealth of data in terms of what people are saying, what, how people are engaging and so forth. Okay. Now, um, part of, the offerings that we are working on and which we will be launching soon is something that will be called Brown Sense Series. Brown Sense Series will talk to what you're talking about in terms of um, what kind of, of support or development do we, do we offer to the businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from a legal background, um, I sit in a space, for instance, where I see that so-and-so has got a beautiful business, a beautiful brand, is it trademarked, number one? Do they know what a, a trademark is versus copyright, patent, and so forth? So we need to get an IP lawyer, um, you know, in front of a group of people, get that knowledge dispensed. Um, how do you access funding from different institutions? How do you um, – and some things you might take for granted in terms of customer service 101. Um, you know, I, I some of us get turned off by – People addressing us by our sh- shortened names. We don't have that kind of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying "Hi, Mzuzuki," the first message "Hi, Mzu," okay. and then I might be like, "Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you understand?" Uh, yeah. That's just an example. So, um, how do you engage with a customer? Customer, um, uh, what do they call this thing? Um, after after sales uh, service, and mm-hmm. I'm hearing music. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought that music was saying, "Okay, you, you better finish what you're saying." Mm. Um, so th- that that is there in place in terms of um, you know getting people or subject matter experts um, in dif- different fields that will get deserving uh, businesses in those spaces access to the to that um, development. 
Okay, and Tsekho? Yes, so um, thanks Tsekho I'm sitting here and I, I just You know, you know when you've got that question That you just want to You don't want, you want to contribute to the conversation um, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking as a member of Brown Sense and also somebody that has, has that has benefited from brown sense you know because i personally feel it's it's a great um initiative but also and i'm glad that you spoke about the the initiatives that you're starting as well that you you you're going to um start in terms of what i've realized as a member is that there has been a lack of education you know so it's a platform where entrepreneurs come together and we share businesses um and if if i'm looking for somebody that manufactures mirrors for example you know i know that it's possible for me to get that person on brown sense but then if i'm a person that's looking for um business education then what i've seen is something that i can't get at the moment you know so i wanted to just point out that th- those are the kind of things that are needed, especially by small business entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs mm. that are still growing. Mm. You know, they need that education. Um, there mm. was also a question on somebody else's platform the other day where an entrepreneur said, I've, I've, uh, I've got a brand mm-hmm. and I'm going to send, I'm going to, gang, let's say I'm selling caps, okay. you know, and I'm going to put a price on my cap based on the way I feel, you know, it's, it's, you know, it, 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 it's, it's valued, yeah. you know. So it was a question of brand versus price because people would say, no, I won't buy, if your cap is 350 rands, I won't buy your cap at 350 because I feel that it's not the mm. right quality or it's too expensive. Okay. And we had, and, and it was a question of how do you determine the price of your brand, you know. So there's a lot of things that young entrepreneurs especially need to be educated on in terms of running their businesses and growing their businesses. And I feel that Brown Sense is a platform that can start those conversations or workshops, mm-hmm. you know, using the people that are there, the skill sets that are there, you know, so that you can you can build it and it becomes a, a movement. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a big one, uh, price. Uh, I had a conversation with a fellow. She's, she's not really active in the platform. Um, but she started making chili and, you know, I would buy some from her and I was like, wow, this is good, you know. And then out of interest, I asked her, what informs your price? I don't know what got me to ask her that. I think she was like, oh, I'm going to increase the price from 50 rents to 70 rents. So then I asked, what informs your price to begin with? You know, um, do you, I'm not a pricing expert, but I would think, for instance, you, there's a lot of factors that, um, uh, you know, those blind costs that can easily fall through the cracks. You've mm-hmm. driven up and down a number of times, um, the electricity, um, your own labor, you know, your own time, mm. you know. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a formula for these things. So, um, yeah. Okay. But, but, but now, I mean, have you done an impact analysis to understand, I mean, how has the platform benefited sure. the SMEs? So there's there's a number of surveys that uh, which are still running, okay. um, you know, with a group that's growing at about I think over two thousand members a week. It's 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 something that one needs to remind. You know, th- there's a survey on this that we are running. Um, it's not at the numbers in terms of the response that one can confidently state or have a position to say this is where it's at. Um, but yeah, there's there's a couple of surveys that are running on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a problem. So, but now, I mean, it's something that, that I think obviously we need to, um, to, to understand. Let me ask, are you supporting a black business? 
Uh, yeah, no, 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 I support black businesses. Um, I've even posted some of my stuff on Brown Says quite, uh, quite a few times, yeah. Did you complain that your post was pending for too long? Ah, no, 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 I didn't have a, I didn't have such a complaint. Um, yeah. no, 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 I was happy with the platform and I think we received quite a few responses from mm. people through that platform actually, yeah. Mm. So it's, it's, it's something that's growing, you know, and, um, I think uh, I get excited when um, black entrepreneurship is growing, but uh, I even get more excited when competence beca- behind black entrepreneurship is growing also sure. mm. and is being looked into because that's the important thing that the idea is not to just raise entrepreneurs, but it should be to raise competent entrepreneurs. Sure. Yeah, no, I like that. Well, sure. Raise competent, not just black entrepreneurs. <laughs> So, yeah. so if I may just uh, sorry m- mention some other key and <clears throat> excuse me, it's, it, these are some of the things that really get me super excited. Um, so, one of the things that we've done um, as Brown Sense is we've partnered with two other organizations to form what is called the People's Fund, um, which is essentially a, a digital crowdfunding platform. Okay. Um, for more info, it's the people.co.za. Um, and this is, is it, isn't that started with the hookup? Is it it's the hookup yes. dinner? So it's the hookup dinner, uh, paybook also. So it's a tripartite um, uh, organization or or, or or business or forum. Um, and what it does uh, basically it's to le- leverage of the strengths of each of the three organizations. Yeah. Um, and you know, within the period of about just over a month, we've raised over sixty k. Uh, for, for, for three businesses, we now have four, uh, a fourth one that is joined. We'll be having a fifth one that's joining. So, um, it's something that also you guys, uh, you know, can look into, excuse me, into in terms of, um, you know, funding needs, but also, um, you know, anyone that wants to make a contribution because I, I believe that we live in the times of, uh, social capitalism. Yeah. Um, or the sharing economy, as some people would call it. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We, we're actually looking at bringing them onto the show. Um, sure. you know, in terms of, um, having the discussion of uh, my yeah. people fund. Um, cause I know you had Seppo, you had the sneaker guy, yeah. uh, you had the honey Native lady. Mercy, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, so mm. as, as the first people to actually start, um, doing the yeah. fundraising, are we still going to bring those to the show? Sure. Um, and actually discuss it in detail as to, as to why, um, the time we discuss it. Cause I think we're going to be still, um, the month of September is still now. We're still going to discussing the issue of finance. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, around financing of small, uh, small businesses. Um, cause obviously it's one key issue mm-hmm. to say what are other alternatives of his crowdfunding. I know sure. it's definitely one option that, that we're going to, um, have looked at. So you'll definitely, maybe you'll, then obviously you'll come back or mm-hmm. maybe we'll, you'll send in somebody relevant to, to actually be speaking sure. um, on, on, on that issue. But now obviously as, 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 as I close off, uh, or as we're preparing to actually close off the show, one other thing that, that maybe I want to ask, um, to say, um, what, what do you, what is your opinion on, uh, supplier development? You spoke of earlier, you, you made mention of, of, uh, BE, uh, being a tick, uh, sex size and blah, blah, and everything. Then supply development? Sure. Um, look, it's, it's, this, these things as much as it's been largely a tick in the box, uh, I'm also not knocking them because they've worked for quite a number of people. Um, mm-hmm. um, it's just that we are at a space where we need, <coughs> excuse me, more, more meaningful or honest, uh, and rigorous, you know, uh, approaches to get or to fast track, 
uh, and also maybe the word that I left out there is also un- unapologetic because we really need to get to that point where, um, you know, it's, it's not about negotiating percentages where it's 30% for you guys while we've got a, a whole lot of catching up to do. So it is, it is needed. Um, it's got a space, um, you know, in our ecosystem. Okay. Um, you know, some of the work that we do, um, you know, for instance, would, would, Tap into you know these large corporates enterprise development funds, mm-hmm. in, you know in terms of getting access to those funds to be able to do the kind of empowering um, exercises that we spoke about in terms of training, development workshops, etc. So it's got a space, um, and it's it's me saying it's a tick in the box is in no way me knocking it off. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's essentially where I stand. Just that we basically just need to be more. More aggressive about how we, and by by aggressive also I mean like, um, and the reason why I started Brown Sense it's all about realizing that the power is in our hands. So so, mm-hmm. we we are not waiting for, uh, government programs or corporate programs to mm-hmm. benefit us, but taking can, the power back into our hands to say what can, can we do for ourselves? Can you give us some more pointers on some of the the realization the power is in our yeah. hands? What do you mean by that? Um, so for instance, um, the fact that. We are the biggest, or the, um, the the in terms of numbers, the most consumers in this country. Okay, who's we? Uh, small black business? People, oh, okay. No, no, black people as a population, not not as I'm not talking business people now, oh, but okay. but the uh, let me say brown people. These things of blacks and whites. Um, brown people as a race. Um, we put shop right where shop right is in terms of the consumer spend and the muscle that we have. Now, by virtue of that alone, um, we've got the power. Okay. Right? Now, for as, as someone who's in the eight to five, when I get my net salary, so the taxman has taken their cut, every, everyone that I owe money to has taken their cut and so forth, what I'm left with, no one can tell me what and where and how I'm going to spend that money. I can decide. And by that, that, that's what I mean when I say, We've got the power in our hands. So I decide where am I going to spend this money. Now, the next step is, um, which talks to the supply chain that I t- touched on earlier, which is the most um, demanding task or next phase, is when I go to a black-owned business, now I need to interrogate them in terms of who do you buy from, who's, who's your supply chain, um, you know, in terms of the product that they are selling. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have... You know, black-owned businesses somewhere. Then we need to quiz and ask why is that the case? Is it a case of convenience, price, trust, and then get into those spaces and get into those uh, you know tough discussions? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Definitely. I'm still gonna bring you back in. I'm not done with you. Um, <laughs> um I still want us to have tough yeah. discussions. Let's save them. Let's save them. Yeah. I still want us to have tough discussions. You know. <laughs> so, so. Sure. But for me, I th- I think it's fair enough. I always say, hold wait, 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 wait. When you go to war, go to war with somebody that is prepared. Yeah. So me and you could easily have done tough discussion. He's not ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand? So so let's let's let 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 let's have you back and let's let's have tough are discussions. Are we after school to after school now? No, we are. Okay. Cool. No, we are. We're gonna definitely bring it, and we're gonna have those tough discussions and really discuss um some of the issues that really affect um business, yeah. Yeah. Uh, SMEs and black business, um as a whole. And I sure have a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was sitting there just making private notes, but I definitely have a lot of questions. Yeah. But I mean, how do people get a hold of you guys? Uh, from my side, uh, my email address is 
Mzuzukile. That's M-Z-U-Z-U-K-I-L-E at brownsense.co.za. Please repeat that, sir. Mzuzukile at brown, color brown, sense for common sense, mm-hmm. .co.za. Okay. So for people that want to join the platform? Um, what I suggest they do, they can drop me an email um, via the same email address that I've just uh, mm-hmm. given. Um, they can also go on Facebook. There is a page called Brown Sense, um, which is open. They can like it. And I usually post there to say if, th- if you want to be added to the bigger group, this is how you can go about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, uh, my Yam brother? Um, um, on Facebook, uh, Yamgela Kivit, we've got a page and a personal account. Uh, we've also got Ibiza Sky Lounge, um, which is a page on its own. Um, on email, it's info. Uh, at ibizaskylounge.co.za uh, Alternatively, yamgela at ibizaskylounge.co.za um, On Instagram, uh, ibizaskylounge.co.za Okay, no, definitely not, but thank you for joining us, um, Jens. Um, we're looking Thanks. forward to having further discussions with you. Sure. Thanks for, Thanks for us. having us. Eh? No, definitely. Um, this is all that we had for you today. Um, catch us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Biz. If ever you've just joined in, you've missed out on an interesting discussion of buying from small business, you can always go to www.cliffcentral.com and go to podcast to actually listen to some of the podcasts of some of the amazing shows that we had. Um, Abulalani, do you have anything in closing? My man's always get things done. No, definitely. Uh, catch us again next time, same time, same place, right here on Cliff Central. My name is Tim Homafodi with Bulani Bala Bala. We are out. This is cliffcentral.com.